Hello everybody and welcome back to Bucks UK TV 102. This is the Scotland special. Uh, I'm joined here by fellow club meetup uh, alumnus, uh, David, good evening. Hi there. And uh, for those who haven't got a clue what we're talking about, this week was the first of our three planned club watch along socials uh, and we were in Edinburgh, weren't we, David? Yeah, it was quite an evening. Um, plenty to drink, plenty of fun. And we seem to be on a streak now, but I came much events watching Buccaneers win. So, uh, yeah, good time has had by all. Um, I think a few it's heads, But you and I have made it through to the outside, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so uh, we'll try not to uh, bore you too much with uh, our uh, drunken escapades. Apparently, there was a Buccaneers game going on. Uh, apparently, it went quite well, and we're going to try and talk about whatever it was we can actually recollect from from that game. Uh, wins a win, obviously, and that was something uh, delightful to see. Uh, if you look on Twitter, you'll see exactly what we mean and how much we were we were celebrating. Let's let's kind of start with um, the uh, the offense because I think um, you know both phases of the ball played really well, but for me at least, I think it felt like offense was the standout unit of the night. Yeah, I mean, well, it was complimentary football. I mean, you know, mm. defense came and uh, turned the ball over, particularly when it mattered, but. Offense looked really good again. It looked, you know, balanced. We pushed forward with the one game a bit more, and you know, it was a real struggle last week. We didn't do fantastic yardage of it, but actually, instead of where sort of the last year or two years we were getting one, two yards on them first downs, we were probably making the three or fours, and that made all the difference. It opened up the playbook. Yeah, I think you're right. So I opened up the playbook. I think. Um... 353 yards what is what, what the Bucks managed, which um, I guess in certain day, days of Brady, that was probably uh, an, an average day at the uh, the shops. But um, for for the Bucks playing against the Saints in the in the Baker Mayfield era, uh, I think that was quite productive. But but in terms of your pass versus run, how did you feel about things like play selection and and the various sort of success of the those phases? Yeah, I think it was really nicely balanced, actually. Um, this Saints team hasn't let a team score more than 20 points against them for the last 13 games. Um, you know, we were coming up against a reasonable opposition there. And I think, you know, we really took it to them in all phases. And I think it, you know, really balanced. I think it was good. Um, White getting some runs. And actually, Keaton Vaughan coming in, I think, was quite good to see. He's been obviously waiting in the wings for a few weeks. And they let Leash go on him this week ready for the Saints and he's got a bit of history against the Saints so that's um, true I mean I had, think that yeah, was good to see nine carries for 16 yards probably isn't going to set the world on fire but I think we were talking about this in Edinburgh weren't we we were saying we're just kind of running to keep everyone honest aren't we it feels like yeah I mean Baker Mayfield's mobility was made such a difference you could see um you know we spoke about Brady being in the pocket and being you know difficult to run against it was clear we were doing the way that he actually stretched plays out, he, he took them wide, made third downs. The play he did for that first touchdown with Cade Otten, he, you know, he avoided a tackle, got free, just dumped it off to him in the centre. Uh, it, it was just great to see the way that we managed to convert tough plays. Yeah, it was, I was really impressed with Baker. And I feel like the, the team's warming to him, the fans are warming to him. Clearly the coaches, um, you know, the, the offensive coordinators clearly got confidence um, in, in calling the plays because there was some, I mean, I think the, the interception um, was kind of 
it was it was taking a shot in the end zone, and we've seen we saw that in the Brady era as well, didn't we? Yeah, but I think Baker Pizan Dartman said he underthrew it. Hmm. Um, but I think he's already gained enough value with the team that they let him off one and they accepted it and moved on. And we know that the defense is there to recover. Yeah, so I think I think yeah, Baker was definitely the best QB on the field on a day when looking at the stats, five QBs posted ratings. Obviously, Baker Mayfield, 116.9. Uh, Carr only posted a rating of 68.2. Taysom Hill, we all love to hate him, had 118.8 to top out. Uh, Chris Godwin uh, managed to throw an incompletion and got a rating of 39.6. And, of course, everyone's uh, favourite W-eater, Jameis Winston, had the perfect QB rating of zero. Uh, one attempt for an interception, which uh, had a slight sense of deja vu about it, I dare say. And it was just sort of the icing on the cake, really. You know, <laughs> I think they threw that in there just to make the 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 game a final. I mean, I he threw the, it with nothing to lose, didn't he? And the receiver immediately fell to the floor and opened it up for us. Yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those one of those things. I think I think it, it, a bit worried about Mike Evans, um, obviously, and, and that that was probably the the low point on offense. I think in terms of just making sure that he's healthy and and good to go. Uh, kind of, you can see this is my uh, my. Godwin, top in, in honour of him. I mean, eight receptions, 114 yards. Unlucky not to get a score on a day like that, but he did have a 42-yarder a at one point. It does feel like Baker's got a bit more of a rapport with Godwin than Evans, I would wager at this point. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Evans is sort of like the guy out wide, and Godwin is very much that slant through the middle, isn't it? And I think... That's what Baker's looking for more. I think he is. You can see actually Baker checking down really well and looking through his open. We all know that normally Mike Evans is going to be double covered, but the fact that Chris Godwin took that load up once Evans was out the game, I think was really impressive to see. He was definitely making space. So other than Godwin, what, what do you think of the other receivers? And obviously, it was nice that when Evans was out, Godwin stepped into that number one sort of uh, wide receiver one. The other ones, do you think they stepped up as well? Yeah, I mean, Trey Palmer is, you know, looking someone you can target. That touchdown reception he took, really climbing to get that ball in. It's fantastic. Um, Devin as well, actually getting out there, he looks a really pacey guy, doesn't he, as well? So, um, yeah, I mean, I think when we needed them, they stepped up. I think we've got a very clear set of receivers now. Um, I'd actually add Rashad White to that set of receivers. I think actually, dare I say it, White seems like he's better out of the backfield than carrying the ball in it. Yeah, absolutely. I I think both. Vaughn took some receptions as well, didn't they? I think they're really trying to mix the plays up. And I think that is it. We are no longer a vanilla offense. We are actually got a lot of different opportunities out there, different plays. Um, and I think that's probably having Baker. I think he's got that experience to be able to read the game well and to do yeah, that. Really good. So let's move to the other side of the ball, and um, we stick with that sort of running back, sort of Rashad White. We said how good he was. Alvin Kamara puts him to shame. Dare I say it? Normally, um, so I mean he had fourteen targets, thirteen receptions, but for only thirty-three yards, and you know with a fifty-one yards on the ground. 11 carries, that's still 4.6, not bad. But, yeah, held to sub 100 yards when you could see how much they were trying to work Kamara into the game. I think, yeah, the, the D, you know, 
they 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 you know only how, how do you say they held them to nine points. Yeah, I mean outstanding. And I think what I like and I've seen through every game this season is that we start off a little bit loose. And again, Kamaru made a lot of his runs very early on. But then once we understand how they're going to play, we tighten it up and close teams out. And I think that's what's really impressive for me is the ability for us to sort of pick up on the opponent's scheme and to close it out during a game. Um, I think it's a really with... good point. The, the adjustments, obviously, it's still Todd Bowles. It's still his defence. He's still there calling it. But you're right. It just it does seem to be a little bit more reactive, a little bit more perceptive, uh, which I think, yeah, you say it's making the difference. I think, you know, like I say, at the end of the first quarter when we were 3-0 down, You'd have probably thought, oh, that's a, we've probably done quite lucky to stay only three 0 down. Um, let's see how long we can we can stay in it. But actually, I think the fact that we managed to to keep going, I think, really did play play really good dividends. Um, again, I think you, we were really worried about Michael Thomas. We were really worried about Chris Alave. Uh, but actually, Alave was held to only one catch, and Thomas uh, was held to only four catches. So actually, you know, I think. Um, you know, they just did a really good job of shutting down what is what everyone expects to be a fairly high-octane offence. What did you think about the pressure that we managed to get on on car? Yeah, I mean, we didn't get a lot of sacks. Mm. I think mm. was it one sack and one actually tackle for a loss. It wasn't. Yeah, great. yeah one sack. There were quite a few, uh, four tackles for a loss. Yeah, three QB hurries and obviously yeah. the one interception. So it was but not I, a bad day at the office, but it wasn't sort of like prolific pressure. No, but I mean, car. He can't run, and he clearly had a bad shoulder, didn't he? So, yeah, he should not uh, have been playing. I think, you know, we, we just played what we needed to do. We contained him and then covered the, the people in sort of mid to deep field. And at the end of the day, he had nowhere to go. He just looked totally frustrated out there, didn't he? Yeah, the nowhere to go point, I think, is good. I think the coverage was, was good. Um, yeah, again, that's... not necessarily masses and masses of pass, only three pass defended, but um, yeah, it just felt like the coverage was tighter. You know, in in days gone by, you know, there'd be Saints running crossing patterns across the middle of the field. We'd all be moaning, going, "Oh my goodness, how did they not know it was going to Michael Thomas?" Or why is that guy so open in the middle? But actually, it did feel like it had tightened up. Yeah, I mean, we went into the game worried about our secondary, mm-hmm. um, the now players that we've lost and got injured this year, but. They all turned up and they all delivered. So, fantastic. And then special teams. Um, again, for those people that were unfortunately listening to my drunken shouting in Edinburgh, I, I've i had enough of our coverage game. You know, I, as we can talk about the kickers and the actual, you know, the talent on the game. But it just feels like we're just not getting downfield. And the first person needs to be breaking down, trying to make the tackle, or at least holding them up so the second person downfield. But, you know, we're having... A flag against us for being out of bounds and not coming back in. Literally a rookie mistake. Um, and just, you know, I, d- I don't think it's Kamada out kicking the coverage. I think he's getting good hang time. And the fact that, you know, so Kamada's average was 47 and a half. Uh, that Headley for the Saints was 40.5. But the net 
Their net was 38.8 and our net's 36.3. So, you know, we're, we're booming it all the way down the field, almost 10 yards further for, for effectively no, no, no benefit. Um, it's just infuriating to watch. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing to see. But the good thing is that it's been a momentum changer, but not significantly. Um, yes. So, you know, the big thing always about special teams is just don't make big mistakes. Um, we've sort of got away with it a little bit on the coverage. Uh, once or twice, so we've had breaks against us, but generally we, we've just about done enough. But we're nowhere near making the use of Kamada's legs at the minute. No, but um, I'm actually McCoughlin's leg um, seems to be quite impressive. So he hit a 51 yarder, uh, and I think it was the other one. The other one was 28 yards. I think to any any time you can knock it in from over 50 yards, there were, there were a couple of times where he thought, oh, "Are we going to go for this? Is that is, is that in range?" And it turns out it was. Um, so I was impressed with him. I think he has possibly been one of the more surprising players this year. You know, we didn't. I, I certainly didn't know a lot much about him. I thought the off season, the preseason. Was it wasn't really clear who was winning the game and what direction we were going to go in, but I think I've been I've been pleasantly surprised though, so far. Yeah, I mean we knew last season anything over sort of forty five fifty yards we've suck up. It was always in question whether we'd get there. This guy's definitely got the legs, and at the minute he hasn't given us any cause for worry that he's going to put it wide. Um, we're only week four, but yeah. No one's hiding behind the sofa at the minute when we get a kick. So, <laughs> looking good at the moment. Yeah, and then the other thing I touched on, I guess the last point to make is probably around penalties. So, yeah, you know, that annoying one, we're running out of bounds. So, I mean, the Saints had a, a fairly bad day at the office for seven penalties, but the Bucks had 11 for almost 100 yards. And I just feel like, you know, that was that was on another day with another team. That That's, you know, that's the equivalent of a touchdown probably, isn't it? You're giving them the whole length of the field. Yeah, keeping the game clean is really important. And we've done that first three games, which is so it's disappointing to see that. But again, I think that's again where you get a few changes and bring in other players. I mean, there were players coming out on the field that hardly ever had a touch in the NFL at the time. We were saying, who the hell are they all saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, true. So, it's true. Yeah, you, you've got people that haven't got regular reps. So, um, you give them a bit of leeway on that. Bottom line is we walked away with a very convincing win. So it's not something to beat ourselves up about this week, but we need to stop it happening again. Yeah, so a win's a win. Three and one, top of the division. I mean, we'd have taken that, wouldn't we, at the beginning? Oh, Christ, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this is fantastic. Really positive going into bye week. It's almost a, do we really want to buy a week now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, we've got momentum. It's good that we give... Uh, Mike Evans a chance and a few others to recover from injury. Um, so that's good. But uh, momentum's with us at the minute. I'd be keen to keep playing. It's true. And uh, yeah, you never, I, I don't think we've we said this in the preseason, didn't we? Yeah, the early bye week, it's, unless you've got some injuries you need to, it's, it's going to make the, the back end of the season feel like a little bit more of a slog, probably. Um, I know there's talk about possibly having two bye weeks at some point to try and extend the season without getting any more regular season games. That's an interesting one to maybe think about. So obviously we, we're, we're not we're, we because we've got the bye week. We're not going to be doing the preview game, but we can preview the next game in one sense in that it's going to be a throwback for the Bucks, but also throwback for Bucks UK. That's right. Yeah. So um, big game. We've got it planned for our London event, but. That's a little bit in question now as they've gone and flexed the kickoff time. So it's sort of 
4.30 Eastern time now, which is half nine in the evening for us on a Sunday. So uh, check, that's check the forum one, for what's but... happening, but get your tickets as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But uh, one way or other, we're all going to be behind the game in our crimson jerseys and T-shirts and everything else. And I think it's going to be a great night. So. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much. We'll keep it short and sweet then. Enjoy the bye week, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week with our preview. Uh, until then, go Bucks! Go Bucks! <laughs>